Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The reality has set in. I'm living in boxes and I leave in a couple of days. Welcome back to um, Unfiltered. I have a returning guest, former co-host of said podcast, JJ. Yes. What's up? Welcome back, buddy. Thanks, man. Uh, let's, let's just let's just preface this with you're not back permanently, right? No, no. no. This is just a stop in to see how you're doing, and it looks like somebody robbed you. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm in boxes right now. I got a lot yeah. of boxes around me. Yeah, you're, you're moving. Let's talk about you. Well, wait. Look, hey, we'll get to that in a second. We, I, okay. I did, uh, I did mention that I had some big news in the coming episodes of Unfiltered. So this is going to be the one we drop it in. Oh shit! Um, did I just give it all away? Did I just blow your load all over your podcast? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's very JJ of you. You're you're used to all kinds of pre ejaculation. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, back in the day, not so much anymore. Right. Um, yeah, so we'll get to that in a second. But first, you have big news. You have big news. You got a dog. Oh, well, that's not big news. It's like it's news. No, it's big news. You got a dog. I'm so excited for you. Yes, we got a, we got a, a dog uh, last week. One week. We're one weekend with the dog. Yeah. Um, she's very sweet. Her name is Ebony. Yeah. Uh, she's what they call an Aussie doodle which is not really anything but uh-huh. a mutt. It's a fancy way of saying a mutt. Is that, uh, is that like uh, one of those designer dogs? It's not, no, it's, no, uh, no that wouldn't be like me <laughs> to get a designer dog. <laughs> well, Aussie Doodle sounds so fancy, like. Yeah, but, but you also thought by me calling my front steps the stoop <laughs> sounded fancy, so. I did. I don't, uh, I don't trust your <laughs> levels of fancy or your definition of fancy. Fair I, it's it's uh, half uh, uh, Australian Shepherd, half Poodle, which makes it uh, uh, hypoallergenic. So she doesn't oh. make a sneeze and she doesn't shed. And mm-hmm. she's, she's quite smart. Apparently those are two pretty smart, smart breeds. Like yeah, I've heard that. Had, we've only had her a week and she's uh, uh, poop trained, crate trained, can sit, can come, uh, can go without a leash for a little bit until until squirrels wow. arrive, and then she, there, she's like, gone. But she'll only run so far, and then I'll go, hey, come back, and she'll come um, come back. She doesn't she doesn't come back to my kids? It's me. It's because I I'm I've established myself as the alpha. You have, uh, even though I didn't really want this dog. Um, <laughs> That's why I'm so excited for you because in all the years it's been like, get a dog, JJ. And you're like, nah, nah, man, it's too much. Yeah. You know, I, we, I, you're right for years. Didn't want a dog because we, we got a lot going on in this house, despite Mm -hmm. being able to, you know, join you on podcasts and such. We actually do have a lot going on. Kids are very involved in a lot of things. 
Yeah. I work full time from here. Susie works full time from here. So, uh, yeah, it, it was not on my list of priorities of, of things to add to our already overflowing plate of things going on in our life. But uh, Susie said something that was key. She said uh, it will help with our children's uh, self-esteem and with their relationships and expressing uh, their love. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, she probably, yeah. You can't say no to that. It's yeah. like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want them to eat, have emotional strength. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. And I'll be honest with you. Um, my boy didn't really want a dog either. And he, he cried. We, we came home. We, we went out to mm -hmm. uh, a place called Kenilworth, mm -hmm. which is north. It's north. It was far. Uh, and we went to this, uh, this farm. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. The, the, it was like, uh, what do they call them? Not pilgrims. Shoot. Mennonites. Sorry. Not pilgrims. You're not pilgrims. You dress like pilgrims, but you're not pilgrims. Five minutes back on the podcast, AJ <laughs> manages to offend someone. There you go. They're, they're not listening. They don't have electricity. It doesn't matter. Oh, um, so anyway, uh, we went to their one of the, the farms way up there in Kenilworth, and uh, this guy came out, and he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like from Ontario, but he talks like he's from somewhere not Ontario. And he just like thick with the accent. And it kind of had like a German, because I think they, they are descendants. They're like German descendants. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I'm making shit up at this I point. I don't know either. Um, anyway, he's, yeah, he had a funny accent. Anyway, he whistled for the, the dog, went to this big, uh, what do you call those things? Barn. Barn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't frequent uh, barns too often. Anyway, we went into this one. It was like, it was a, like a modern barn. It right. was like a facility and it was all just like, you know, the rows of, of milk and cows and everything. And he just whistled and like two puppies came like running out around the corner and we're like, holy smokes, look at these things. And they were like, how does that, how does that? Uh, and so uh, we had checked out a place earlier in the day uh, and we were looking at uh, old English sheepdogs those are really big dogs yeah They're really big uh and i'm like i'm not getting a new car because we want a dog so that's not going to happen so then we went up to this other place was the second place on the list for that afternoon and this these two dogs came running around their two sisters and uh and we had we had to pick one of them oh uh, that's so hard it, it was it was hard but uh the 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 farmer there he said uh he said, whichever one you don't take, my sister's going to take her anyway. He says he's, he's quite mm -hmm. fond of them. So we knew that she was going, the other one was going off to somewhere. We picked Ebony. Did I say her name? Her name is Ebony. Yeah. Uh, we named her. And uh, and we, 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 we turned up at home. She threw up on the way home. So it was like a, a two and a half hour car ride with dog vomit all in the back seat. It was welcome horrendous. to dog ownership. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Man. And Susie, like a champ, just sat there with vomit all down oh. her legs, just like. <laughs> <laughs> God love her. She said, we'll laugh at this one day. It's part of our story with the dog. Yes. Uh, she's good like that. She's good at finding the silver linings. Uh, anyway, so we, we got home and we timed it out so that uh, uh, the kids had had just got home and they were waiting on the porch. We have one of those umbrella, the umbrellas, uh, doorbells that uh, it's got the camera on it. So we, we saw on the app that they're waiting on the porch. We got home and my daughter, uh, comes in I, I have video maybe i'll send it to you you can post it on, on your socials but my daughter yeah. walked up to the car and she's like where were you guys 
And I got out of the car and I opened up the back seat. She sees the dog in the box. And she's like, well, we got a puppy. We got a puppy. She started to scream. And my son's like, no, because it was April, April 1st. He's like, it's an April Fool's joke. Oh, I'm shit. falling for it. I'm like, <laughs> I bring the dog out and he immediately goes inside, goes to his spot. And uh, he was really upset. He did not want a dog. What? And, uh, yeah. Because we, we've been walking around talking to him and we hadn't really committed. Like we had went out to look at dogs and we weren't like, the plan wasn't for us to come back with a dog. It was, we were, right. going, we were going out. We were and it's like, well, we're way the hell out here. It's two and a half hours away. We're going to come back out here. Make, yeah. like, oh, make up our mind and come back out. Uh, you know, I said to Susie, you know, follow your heart on this one. So we left with the dog. Anyway, long story short, not but 20 minutes later, he's like hugging this dog and he's crying and he loves this dog so much. Oh. And how awesome it is. So there was no, no turning back at that point. And, uh, and God love my daughter. You know, she's like, she's wanted a dog for two years and she's, uh, you know, walking neighbor's dogs and has been doing that and picking up yeah. the poo and everything and doing all the things that I'm like, I'm not going to do that stuff when we get it. That's not going to be my thing. Yeah. You know, she gets up at, you know, four, five, six, seven a.m. Doesn't matter when it is, when that dog wants wants to go out in the backyard to pee or poo or whatever. She's she's been on it. Yeah. So credit to her. She's like uh, uh, held on to her uh, end of the bargain, and she's she's really being a great. We, we call them dog moms. Is that what you guys yeah. are? Dog yeah, moms? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, she's showing some real responsibility. So and and I, and I like the kid too. She's a, she's a, not, not my daughter. The, I mean, I like my daughter, but the dog. The dog, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it's, it's nice. It's nice. And she's nice and soft. And like I said, she's, she seems she's nice and soft. <laughs> <laughs> what do you love about your dog? She's nice and soft. That's great. That's great. That's a great quote, JJ. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking the attitude because I, I had a dog uh, years ago when I was a kid. Yeah. And I was a terrible, I tell my kids, it's told them this. I said, I was a terrible dog owner. The oh, worst. Why? My neighbors hated me. Why? Hated me. Cause I'd be, I'd open the door and be like, let the dog go. 30 minutes. Right. <laughs> like, yes. Open the door, whistle for him, and he'd come running back. And, uh, you know, he'd come back and like reeking of garbage sometimes. Sure. Just sometimes the pound would bring him back. I wasn't ever picking up poo or anything like that. My neighbors hated me. <sighs> I was terrible. I was, not, I was, I was like 11 or 12 years old, you know, and whatever. My mom gave me a dog for company with like no intention of, training the dog or yeah. anything like that it was the 80s so it was like eh, i'm a guy with kid with a dog yeah uh so lawless right the lawless yeah. 80s isn't that what they call it that's what i'm calling it anyway so I, uh, I wish i could do that with mine right now fuck that'd be awesome yeah just go go to the bathroom come back yeah. when you're done man have fun go run yeah. go check out the neighborhood that'd be great well, I'll tell you, I, I don't, we just moved into this neighborhood, so I'm trying to make friends. So we're, we're tra I'm training this dog. So I've really, mm -hmm. you know, I'm out there, you know, at least once a day for 30 or 40 minutes doing the things that got to be done. Because yeah. I, I don't want this place stinking of poop. No. I don't yeah. Or anything like that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, of, it's such a big responsibility. I mean, I said that when I got radio, it like, you know, everyone can say, oh, you're going to keep the dog. And I'm like, yes, I probably am. But, yeah. you know, I, I've had dogs my whole life and I know how hard it is, especially when you're alone. When you have a family, it's nice to, you know, everyone sort of shares in that respect. Everyone chips in. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For when sure. you're on your own, it's like, oh, I got to walk again. It's minus 40. Like, again. Yes. Again. 
Yeah, do you, it's a lot. Do you, do you use the, the, the pads? No, I refuse. No. Yeah, I refuse. Because yeah. mm -hmm. they say if you use pads, you're, you're saying to your dog, it's okay to pee in here. Yeah. And you don't totally. want that. I don't want it ever to be okay. No. And I think a lot of people do that with small dogs. You know, radio yeah. is a chihuahua and my, my daughter has three chihuahuas and she uses the pads, but you're kind of always like walking over the pads in her house. Yeah. It's not my favorite thing. It's still uh, in your house. Yeah. It's just but on a pad. Yeah, yeah. So, and he, he already knew, like he was trained. He was five when I got him. So he knew. To oh that. yeah. So I didn't have to he's, do any of that. He's Instagram ready, that dog. You're yeah, of yours. He totally yeah. is. Are you watching him on Instagram? How cute is he? Come don't, on. Don't, don't get him his own account. <laughs> Please don't do that. Everybody's asking me. They're like, when are you going to get radio his own account? I'm like, nah, I can't do it. People are going to hate me. They're going to literally hate me. I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm really happy for you because that is like, I mean, I think Susie's right. It's. It, it goes, it always goes one of two ways. Right. Yeah. And I think oftentimes a lot of parents believe that when they get the dog, they're going to be doing all of the work, which I yes. saw people commenting on your Instagram about that. Like you're going to be walking the dog and all the things, but there are people like me who, you know, maybe your daughter is like that. I'm not sure, but maybe she will have that connection that when I was a kid, I was friends with the dogs. <laughs> like, they yes. were my people and yeah. I loved all dogs and I'd go to someone's house. It was, I want to be with the dogs. I want to play with the dogs. I'd play house with the dogs. I like, I just connected with them more. And I mean, I, I, not to get all serious now, but like there was a lot of bullying going on mm -hmm. and the dogs were always like, you know, my place, my soft place to land. Right. Literally saw a place. Land. And so like for me, it was my responsibility. And I took joy in that even as a, a very young girl, like I could yeah. manage the walks and the poops and all the things. So it was the greatest gift my parents could give me was having a dog. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that she won't pass it off on you guys and be like, Hey, you know, you got to do all the work. Well, you know, I, I, as far as the training is concerned, I, I want it done right. I don't want to have yeah. to, so I, I, I'll take that on. I mean, yeah, like sure, I said, the hard I, stuff. I, yeah. I, I enjoy, I don't mind. Yeah. I'm, you know, it, it's a reason to get out and go for a walk. You're falling in love with her? No. No. <laughs> I, my, my approach to this is, uh, I was going to say this earlier when I was talking about me as a kid, when I had a dog, my approach was, this is my buddy, it's my friend. But now this is like, no, this is the, for me at least, this is the dog. Right. This, is dog. this dog's not human. This dog isn't the way they portray dogs on TV. It, it's not a human being it's it, it you know it it yeah it has emotions and stuff like this but i'm not putting human i'm not humanizing this dog i'm not oh, i won't okay it's not gonna yeah. happen because then 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 you you'd start it messes with your head and you're like you start talking to the dog you know like speaking to it like like it's an equal it's a dog. It's still a dog. It's a dog. Ugh, I get you're it. my it's, worst nightmare for a husband or boyfriend. Fuck. No, it, I, it's just, it, I, I need to, like I said at the beginning of this, our plate is full and having a dog that's out of control. Yeah. It's not anything I want. Yeah, and but by, you can, you can, think, you can still uh, do that and be, and talk to the dog. Like it's uh part, you know, uh, understands you and no. yes, you can. And well, it'll sure. still behave. You could still have that. Uh, yeah, I guess we're not there yet. 
Right yeah. now, just lay, laying down the law. Sure. I'm always speaking like this. All right. Oh. Okay. Let's go. Poor baby. Okay. All right. Sit down. Enough. We're okay. That's my training voice. This is, it respects that voice, right? Sure. I'm sure. It does. I'm sure. I believe that. I understand it, but I, I'm, you know, I'm the opposite. Like yes. radio is sleeping in my bed on my pillow right now. He owns everything. <laughs> that shit'll never happen. <laughs> Never. Oh, that's great. So, Ebony, no. what is she sleeping in a crate? She's got. Or a, is she like downstairs? Or no, no, no. Like we, we want, we want her. Despite everything I just said, we want yeah. her to feel like part of the family <laughs> on your terms. <laughs> but on our terms. So the crate is the crate is in the, the living room mm-hmm. and amongst us uh, during the day. So you know she's she sleeps a lot. She's, yeah, you know she's a puppy. Yeah. Uh, and then at night. We bring the crate up to my daughter's room and she sleeps in, in my daughter's room, but not on the bed, in the crate. And yeah. She's happy enough to go into the crate. Oh, that's good. You know, like, it's not like we're like, get in that crate. It's no. like, yeah. all right, here you go, in the crate. Like, she's, she's pretty cool. No, crate training is great, especially for puppies. It keeps them out of trouble and it keeps them from danger. I mean, they don't know. They chew on everything. So it's, it's a good idea to crate train yeah. them. I just, yes. I was lucky enough not to have to with radio, like I said, because he was five, but I've done that before. I had yeah. to do crate training. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. I'm very yes. happy for you. I have a dog. I'm a guy with a dog. Yeah. And now, so if you ever need a sitter, you know, I mean, when I say that, I mean it because I love dogs. So you just call me up. Well, you know, I, I'm wondering, like, if we ever go traveling, like, do we bring her with us? Like, what do we do now? Like, how much do you, you will know this. How much do kennels cost? A lot. Dog hotels. They're a lot. It's expensive. So you need friends who are willing to watch your dog. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, now you're, you're, have you made your announcement? Do people know what, <laughs> no. what's going on with you? <laughs> no. Why don't um, we get into, this seems like a good transitional point here. Pivot point. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll have to drive a little further, I guess, to drop, mo- drop her off, but you can. I'll be in Ottawa. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm moving to Ottawa. Really? Yeah. You're moving to Ottawa. <laughs> I am. It's happening. Yes. It is. Hooray! That's awesome. Yeah. Because you're not just moving there alone. No. You're moving there to move in with Shane, with yeah. Ottawa. With Ottawa. I can yeah. say his name, can I? Everybody knows his yeah. name, sort of. Well, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, yeah. So that's, uh, that's, I'm moving in. Yes, I'm moving in with him <laughs> in a couple of days. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time sort of uh, formulating my thoughts around it. I'm not quite sure what I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, I'm all over the place right now. It's been nothing but anxiety for the last like four weeks in preparation for this, obviously, because in moving to Ottawa, I had to quit my job. Yes. And no, I don't have like a nice, soft, cushy job and another radio you don't have a, chair. You don't have a dog to land on. I do not. I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing to land on. So, um, yeah. So the reality has set in. I'm living in boxes and I leave in a couple of days. Um, my last few days on the air this week um, on my radio show. And yeah, I'm kind of just whew, like trying to take it all in. It's a lot right now. It's a lot. So now the, the, the script was flipped on you. A few months back, I've been listening to to Unfiltered with Melanie, your podcast. Yeah. Um, every episode. Oh, thanks. You're, you're, thanks, you're JJ. Doing, you're you're doing great, by the way. Uh, without me, not that I ever had a doubt. The few uh, episodes that I've done without you, I haven't done much since you left. No, well, I've been keeping up. 
Yeah. Uh, but your 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 co-host there in Barry, mm -hmm. he split. So you've been doing your show alone. Yeah. So it it really has been. This is like just another gear shift, right? So like it, you know, like it. It's, yes. It's been like a systematic sort of, you know, uh, a journey towards the inevitable leaving and going to Ottawa and starting mm -hmm. something new and fresh. Yeah. And I mean, I made this decision a while ago. Like I knew I was going to go a while ago. Um, and when my co-host also, you know, confirmed that he was going, it was just kind of like, right. You know, yeah. everything is aligning as it should be. And I'm going to do this. I can, like, I firmed it up in Mexico over Christmas, like when we went on the holiday and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely doing this. I can't yeah. anymore. Um, I just felt so much anxiety coming back home, coming back to work, not, but like, I'm, you know, it's yes, the industry and radio is changing and all the things. And I, I don't love some of the changes and I kind of feel like I haven't been growing very much, all of that stuff, but it really comes down to a personal reason. And it's, you know, I know we've heard this a million times in the pandemic too. If anything, the pandemic has taught us, it really is you know, that your relationships are, to me, um, the most important thing. Yeah. And I've been in a long distance relationship before. Yep. And I know how that turns out. It gets really tough and it gets really long and it gets harder and harder. And so it was like sitting here, like in this place by myself, going to work to a job that was kind of just becoming a job. It was no longer just sort of fulfilling me the way radio once did. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, why am I doing this anymore? Like what, what, this isn't fulfilling me the way I'd hoped. Yeah. Um, so I have all of this good stuff, you know, in Ottawa, all this love and all this. Waiting for you. Just waiting for you. Yeah. So it was a tough decision. I, you know, I posted the memes a million times and I've said all the things like buy the ticket, quit your job, just fuck off, you know, do the yeah. thing, but it's not so easy. And, uh, it, it took a, it took a lot to finally hand in the resignation letter. Like it took me a while to write it. What do I want to say? Do I really want to do this? And my hands were like trembling as I'm writing what? it. Like, is this the right decision? And not because I have any doubt in my relationship with Ottawa. It's, it's nothing to do with that. It's just, you're leaving your career. You know, well, I'm, yeah, you're leaving what you know, I'm leaving what I know. Yeah. And, you know, this industry, like being in radio, um, you know, that everybody wants to sit in your chair, you know, like people who want to be in radio want to be in that chair. Yeah. And there was kind of like this feeling of how dare you quit? Like, how dare you walk away from something uh, that's so yeah. coveted, you know, that morning show position. Um, and if I do this, will the stars never align for me again? <laughs> because, you know, like those are all those things that you're, it's fear. It's, it's all fear and it's, yeah. um, it's scary, but yeah, I, I, I made the decision and, uh, my boss was amazing about it. He probably just, you know, I don't know if he wanted to see me go anyway. <laughs> He's like, I have no idea. <laughs> He's probably like, good, go fuck your pain in my ass. Um, but he said, you know, uh, yeah, Melanie, there's a lot of gigs out there and there's only one of him. So just mm -hmm. go, you know, be happy. And so that made it a little easier too, you know, knowing that people get that it's a personal reason. Yeah. 
So here we are. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm scared. I'm excited, obviously, to be with him, but I am, I'm, I'm really scared, you know, at the yeah. same time, just because I don't have something sort of lined up exactly as I would hope it would have been. But um, I do have a business and I'll be working on my business and hopefully that works. Well, you, not, you, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> your business, uh, avocados and tequila, you, you, you yes. sell your, uh, your, um, kimonos, uh, kimonos. Yeah. Slash dusters. Slash dusters. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they, they've been keeping you busy all Very winter busy. long Yeah, and you're going, we're, we're heading into festival season. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, you got a lot of momentum in, in behind you. It's going to be great. You manifest, manifest some greatness. Yeah, I will. And I am, and I'm trying. It's just, you know, it's to, I have to be honest and real about it. Cause like I said, I mean, you see the memes, you see all these people saying like, ah, fuck it. I just quit my job and I made it out there and it was so this and that. And like, you know, all these Instagrammers, like I dropped everything and I quit and I sell, I sold all my shit and now I'm living in Bali and life is, it's right. not all like that. It's scary. You yeah. got bills to pay. You got to yeah. save up a little bit. You got to do all, the thing. You know, it's just all these, not that easy. All these Instagrammers who quit and go to Bali and did all this, they also have, you know, million dollar trust funds from their yeah. you know, parents and multi generation wealth behind them. And yeah. yeah, they have a huge net behind them. So they can quote unquote quit everything. But yeah. They're safe. They'll just go back to mom and dad if, if need be. Or, yeah. you know, they're fifty in their 50s or whatever, and they created a nest egg or, That's right. and, and, you know, were empty nesters for, you know, the last 20 years or whatever the case may be. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't show you all that stuff on, on Instagram. So, no. you know, I, I, as far as I'm concerned, don't even, you know, make that part of the equation or, you know, do any sort of comparison with that. But it's easy to get caught up in that, you know, and I think that's why, like, you know, I I plan on really documenting this whole journey so you can see exactly how scary it is. (laughs) Um, Because I, I, you know, I know, I know I'm in for challenges. I'm manifesting and I, yes, I'm thinking positive. And yes, there's so many uh, amazing things to come. I know that. Yeah. Um, Just... I mean, Ottawa and I were just talking about it, like waking up at his house, this or our house now, uh, this Sunday, <laughs> and I won't have to drive home on a Sunday. Wow. Like, that's so wild. Yeah. You know, like we get to actually have a Sunday night together. Um, that's crazy. You know, it's just like trying to think of all those. Those are the amazing parts of this. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's and, you know, I mean if you're in an industry like this, you know, that's something that you really love, a career that you love. Um, it's scary. It's scary to think that maybe I won't be back in radio ever again. Like what if that never happens? And I'm not 100% sure that I entirely want to let that go. You know, it's become part of my identity. Um, so I don't know what I am without it, you know? So that, that's a whole new thing too. That's really scary. But you, you've been through that before. I mean, you, you go through these, mm-hmm. identities change, identities evolve, sure. right? Yeah. You were, when you, you were Melanie from Sudbury, then you were Melanie on <laughs> Z103. You know what I mean? But then you were Melanie, Melanie on Z103. Melanie from Sudbury. <laughs> wait, wait. Well, I'm just saying. 
whatever you, whoever you were when you were there. Then you're Melanie and Z103. Then you're Melanie yeah. on Flow. Then you're you're Melanie with with Big Chris. And yeah. then you know, and now you're Melanie of Tequila, right? You know, yeah. A lot of things define who you are, but what's most important, obviously, is how you define yourself in your mind, because everybody else is busy defining themselves. Sure. How they're going to. So yeah. how do you define yourself? Well, I mean, that's the thing is now that's like, that's what I got to figure out because right. I do feel like I've always been or I have been for the last 18 years. Yeah. Melanie from the radio. Yeah. That's what everybody says to me. You're Melanie from the radio, you know? So it's like, uh, I'm not anymore. And by in my it was my decision so it yeah. feels a little scarier when i was pushed out of flow it's different i didn't have that i didn't get to make that decision or i didn't it's not get to make the decision i guess i i kind of do feel like it is a luxury to make this decision i do have totally a home to go your, to your and terms yeah um you know not everybody has that support and i do with ottawa so i'm lucky um but yeah like i i the, the onus is on me now to make mm. shit work and to find out who I am without it and all that stuff. And that feels really heavy. It feels heavy. Does, does uh, being Melanie from the radio, does it have the weight that it used to and the cachet? Is that the word? The cachet? Oh, I'm not is? saying I'm not. Wait, wait, don't get that twisted. I'm not saying it's like a thing. Like it's a big deal. <laughs> it's not like it's just that that's how people sort of relate to me you know and they right. when i meet people or you know and it's but no it's not like it's fucking some big deal or anything i don't right. mean it like that <laughs> it's just they connect with you because sure yeah you know what i mean i know i know what you mean yeah now now i know what you mean all right um w when i stopped being jj from the radio mm -hmm. i was like whew, glad that pressure's off Really? Yeah, I, I always yeah. felt pressured because, I mean, we're, we're personalities on the radio, right? Sure. And then to, yeah. to have to, somebody recognize you, recognizes you, or you bump into somebody, or yeah. whatever, you're out on location and mm -hmm. you're talking to people. Having to have that personality on mm -hmm. and you don't feel like it, I always felt pressure. No, I don't I because I'm, I, well, I feel like I'm just myself all the time. So it's, it isn't like, I'm just me. You know what yeah, I mean? I, are, I didn't feel pressure. You are pretty consistent. I just felt, uh, yeah, just as, as time started to progress and it, it wasn't so much when we were together, it was more near the end of me being yeah. on, on the radio. Mm -hmm. I just felt like I had, uh, I had outgrown the role. Yeah you know, the, the position and, and it was because of, you know, the way that morning show, the JJ Melanie morning show ended abruptly. Yeah. And then this new thing started and it was like, I don't relate to what I'm doing anymore yeah. or where I am. And so it was like, I felt out of place. Mm -hmm. And when you feel out of place to then like, in my case, be kicked out of that place, it was more like, Ooh, yeah. thank God, because I just felt, yeah. you know, Mm -hmm. unstable all the time and, and yeah you know i was second guessing everything i said but not in a way where it was like well i'm second guessing this i'll use this as fuel for tomorrow's show it was like second guessing and it was just keeping me up at night yeah <laughs> that was the result of it right like it used to be yeah the second I get that. guessing and the awkwardness was like 
yeah, I'll bring this in tomorrow and we'll talk about it on the show. But then yeah. that the ability to do that, the tool of that went when you went. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm not trying to make this about me. It's about you. No, no, no. I think I get that though. Um, because that has been a thing uh, over the last couple of years, you know, I mean, I say, well, I'm just myself on the air, but I am careful too. Like hmm. I do, that has be that has been a part of the conversation is like, uh, I don't want to bash the industry. I'm not trying to, you know, do any of that nonsense. But yeah. what do you, what do you give a shit? You're walking away. You're leaving I, for now. I, I do still care. Um, you're kind of not allowed to say, you know, things you want to say, and there's limitations that weren't yeah. there before. Understandable. It's a form of entertainment. They don't want you to be so serious, but shit, sometimes I'm very serious. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and unpopular like, yeah. opinions. Unpopular opinions these days can cost you everything. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that that has changed, and and I think that over the last year, it's been like, oh man, I can't really fully be myself. Mm. Uh, so that's been, you know, that it's taken some of the joy out of the job. You know, I could see that. Yeah, for sure. But here we are. Anyways, I mean, here I am. I'm quit. I quit my job. I can't believe it. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Was I on my period when I handed in my like resignation letter? And I'm like, oh, I'm not, you know, the emotions of all of that crazy yeah, yeah. time. I'm like, wow. Did I make that decision in that moment? Cause during that time I'm at like heightened emotional state, you know, yeah. where I'm like, fuck it. I can do anything. I'm fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and all of that has kind of worn off. And I'm like, whoo, I just did that. Wow, I did that. Either way, here we are. So on Thursday, my, I actually talked to my boss. We had our last meeting today. Mm-hmm. That was weird. When's your last day on the air? We can Thursday. all tune in. Thursday. This Thursday, mm-hmm. which is uh, April the... What is it? Is what, 11th, 14th. 12th, 13th, 14th. April, yeah. 14th day before good friday so yeah i have good friday off because i was supposed to work the whole week Uh, i get one last holiday day but yeah here we are what are you gonna do on your last day you gonna play prince um i don't have any choice what gets played you know this we don't have a choice behind the scenes (laughs) now put on a record what are they gonna do a record (laughs) no man i'm just gonna go out quietly I'm if good. you don't do something, I can't do anything. What am I gonna do? Stir it up a little bit. No, just slide over like a door, or let's right. go crazy, or whatever. Well we, do, well, we do play "Let's Go Crazy." That is totally a thing. Make, make sure you program it a Prince tune. Yeah, just uh, do it. Maybe they will for me. I I won't do anything like that. I, and even like to say, you know, it's weird because. I, leaving here, um, Barry, like I said, I felt like there wasn't a lot of growth and, you know, sort of all of that. But I do have to say this particular boss and being in this position has pushed me into places I never thought I could, I was capable yeah. of. You've been pushing buttons for the last two months. I, I've been pushing buttons and I've been by myself, <laughs> which is very scary for me. I mean, I said it even on the podcast that, you know, even in the podcast setting, I'm so used to having you or someone there. So I've been doing that on my own for the last six weeks and, um, you know, running the board, which, you know, behind the scenes I've never done in my entire career. 
you know, just, I just not something I wanted to do. I was too scared of it. And here I am doing it. So I will take all of that. You know, I, I'm, I'm grateful for all of that stuff, even though it was terrifying. I am in gratitude that I learned all those things. You can put it on a resume now if you ever want to get back into radio. <laughs> they may be like, can you push the buttons? Yes, yes, I can. I can push the buttons now. Yeah, the resume. I haven't even thought about that. I'm like, I guess I should at some point think about a resume. There's some fine radio stations in Ottawa. Man, oh man. Well, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping yeah. that the business does well and that's where that's where all my effort will be and the podcast. Yes. Um and uh and hopefully that'll be that'll be the thing, you know? Yeah. That'll be the thing. Let's hope. Um <laughs> is is uh I think I probably know the answer to this. Is marriage something that that uh is is on the horizon or are you just gonna like leave well enough alone marriage can, the, the marriage can complicate things mm -hmm. we'll save that for another episode oh i gotta come back <laughs> yeah come <laughs> we'll save that for another <laughs> episode yeah and i do i still have one other job like i'm still i still i should say that too i'm i do have another um part-time radio job that i do remotely so yeah that's gonna help a little bit with the bills at least yeah. until the business is going um really well so i mean if anybody's looking for a good remote voice tracker hey what's up okay so <laughs> what 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 festivals can we come visit you at dude i'm gonna be at the byword market all summer long i got That's in my big. company got in it's big it's hard to get in and i did i got in i'm stoked about that um i'm gonna be coming back to barry for kempen fest it'll be a lot there. of work but i'm excited yeah on your feet Mixing and mingling and networking yeah. with other marketeers. Is that what marketers? <laughs> Artisans. Market folk. Artisan. Listen to me. Artisans. The market world is a lot of fun. If you like, if you are an artisan uh, and you, you know, you create stuff, the market life is really fun. You meet a lot of people. It's great music. You're out yeah. in the, you know, when the weather's good, obviously it's shit when the weather's bad, but, yeah, but you you're know, out there with them. So yeah, together. you know, they always have live entertainment. Like people are cool. Like it's just fun. It's, it's really like working in a festival all the time. Yeah. It's a great vibe. I love it. You're, you're like a carny. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, a girlfriend said to me, she's like, she just said it to me the other day. She goes, you know, if things don't work out, I mean, you're going to be a byword market. You got your dog radio. He's so darn cute. Why don't you teach him some fucking tricks? True. She ain't lying. Oh, God. She ain't lying. Come and see me busking at Ottawa, <laughs> the byword market in Ottawa. <laughs> Dancing, hey. <laughs> doing a little soft shoe oh my god Holding yeah. radio like <laughs> jesus i'm telling you uh it's gonna be great i'm very pleased for you i'm always pleased for people when they uh they take that huge leap of faith which which you have done Thank and then you. you're scared and it's you know you got the the grumblies in your tumbly and yeah and you're like i don't know what i'm doing but mm -hmm. that's exciting that's the stuff that that to me that's the stuff of life uh that's at the very least at the very most, it's it's a, it's a, a step into like a new and exciting chapter, uh, and at the very least, it's a funny story to tell. <laughs> I my job once and really fucked up. So you know, it's, it's one or the other. <laughs> and really fucked up. God, I hope it's not that. <laughs> uh, but it, it it's exciting, and I I hope the the fear uh, subsides and makes way for uh, excitement and uh, and. Uh, just, you know, the, 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 the vision and, and possibility yeah. and all the things. 
I think it will when Ottawa arrives on Thursday. I think it will, yeah. you know, once I see them and feel that again. And, you know, I, I think it'll be okay. Like I, I, like I said, I'm going to be totally honest through this journey right now. I'm full of fear. I think anybody would be if they didn't have something lined up. Yeah. Um, but I'm also really excited. And I, I knew I had to do it. So here we I, go. I'm curious to know how Ottawa's feeling right now, whether he's like, oh, shit, what have I done? I've been asking him because he got like a parking space for me and all the things yeah. and you know he's been painting and getting everything ready and like you know just getting it perfect for me and I'm like are you are you sure about all this like you're feeling good and he's I mean I he sent me a beautiful message this morning when I was at work and you know he can't wait for for me to get there okay that's so, good because if, if, be if, if when you ask him are you cool with this and he's like eh, yeah. <laughs> then you got problems yeah yeah the, the yeah 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 the yeah, trails no. off mm -hmm. that's that's a tell right there be be worried if I've he trails never, off i've never been more sure i've never yeah, been more yeah. certain and i'm pretty sure he feels the same way i'm certain he feels the same way i completely yeah. trust in that so it's um that's why i knew it was the right decision you know that nice. certainty feels pretty good anyways Beautiful. that's that's what's going on so I'll keep you posted as, you know, the weeks progress um, and how things are going on um, the next episodes. I'm going to need a minute, obviously, to just get settled in there, but um, I'll be jumping on in, the couple, in a couple of weeks and probably doing it a little more consistently because I'm just going to have fucking time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, I'm going to be calling you. you all the time. Do you have time to do another podcast? Do you have time to do another episode? <laughs> I'm going to call everybody. Do you have time? Uh, I am. I'm going to gear up for you to start networking with other people at the festivals yeah. and have them individually start joining you on the <laughs> podcast. This is Marie from yeah. Ottawa Candles. And That's she's right. <laughs> About her soy candles. <laughs> oh, God. All right. For now, you can follow along. Obviously, uh, subscribe to Unfiltered on your chosen um, podcast service. JJ, where can people find you? You can't find me anywhere. <laughs> I'm nowhere. You are so. You're a Fit Dad 416. Oh, well, yeah, okay, yeah, Fit Dad 416. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm making everybody to... feel horrible about their bodies daily. Well, no, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually gearing up to be done with, with all extra Instagram stuff because I feel like those were really things I just took, like, uh, 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 uh curb chairs and. Oh, did it not take off for you, buddy? Oh, no, they both took off. Like, I have real communities in. In curb chairs? Both in, oh, totally. How many people do you have following you on curb chairs? A few hundred. What? Yeah, they, they got like they got people out there who just take really, really random pictures. Like I follow pe people who just will post pictures of blue tarps. That's a thing. There's a guy I follow, might be a girl, I don't know, but uh, mm -hmm. bottles of piss where she'll oh. just take it. You know, sometimes people will just pee in a bottle okay. and leave it somewhere. Right. It's all she posts or he posts huh. bottles of piss. It's amazing. There's and another guy, chicken of the night. And mm -hmm. every time he's out at night, he has a chicken strip. So it's always him. It's always a chicken strip with uh, at night. It's amazing. Chicken of the night. And he probably has, he probably has a sponsorship from like KFC or something. Maybe. I don't know, but huh. it's really interesting. Anyway, 
Huh. That, take the that's world, it. You got to take the world by the balls right now. There's so many opportunities to make money, right? Well, sure. But I was going to say I'm going to re release these balls because I, I feel like they were both those those Instagram pages were just things I kind of they're just kind of like COVID things, pandemic mm -hmm. things to pass yeah. the time. And uh, now hopefully we're on the outs with this. Hopefully this is done. Seems yeah. like Ontario is like hanging on to it, yeah. uh, but hopefully we'll let it go like the yeah. rest of the world has sooner than yeah. later. And with that, I feel like I can just release those two things, which were just kind of fun things to do huh? and just let it go. I got a dog now. I don't have time. Is your dog going to get an Instagram account? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> Hell no. My mother-in-law called last night. She's like, oh, I saw this great collar with rhinestones in it for ebony and i'm like please don't don't do it <laughs> don't start that don't start buying outfits for this dog it ain't that dog no at all i think she could totally rock it but um all right well then i guess so no one can follow you anywhere well you can follow me now but heads up i probably will let them go but if you like you can find me fit dad 416 uh and or curb chairs listen for me the next time i co-host on and unfiltered with Melanie. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Thank you, man. Peace. Bye. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast. But we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Let's go to the Blue Hotel. I want to live at the Blue Hotel. The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd.